What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Three Essential Questions. My name is Pam Myers. Uh, my co-host is Erica Yoko with Virtual Personal Assistants. Um, and we do this live. We live stream from StreamYard on um, a couple of different social, on Facebook pages, uh, on the Virtual Personal Assistants. It's vp-assistant.com. I believe, and then Pam Myers social media and three essential questions all on Facebook. So you can watch us live on all those three channels. Um, we ask the same three essential questions. Every guest we have on our podcast every Thursday morning at 930. And today our guest is Ray Ellen Smith and Ray Ellen is president of Indivisible Knob Hill, it's a progressive group that focuses on current issues affecting business owners and not only business owners, but individuals um, in New Mexico, I believe. Is that correct, Ray Ellen? Welcome. That, that's correct. Yes. Welcome. So glad to have you as a guest this morning on our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, our first question is, what have you learned about yourself? during this whole pandemic? So this, this, this was an interesting reflective question for me because um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure every guest says that. Uh, I really had to take a step back and ask myself, what really have I learned? And, and I, you know, I, I wrote down a few points I'll just speak to, but to me, one of the things I learned is that habits are like glass. They're meant to be broken. And a lot of the habits that I have had throughout my professional career and my um, activist career um, have all been busted up, broken, and are in shards on the, <laughs> in the, in the off the floor. Um, uh, you know, just a just a, a few examples. Um, I'm quite an extrovert in my personality. I always have been. I'm usually the first one to speak up. I was always the first in the first row in school, the first one raising my hand. Um, but I have found throughout this pandemic that there is more of an introvert in me than I ever knew. And sometimes I just don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to curl up into a corner. And I, I, I never knew that. I never found that aspect of myself before. So that that was something I've learned is that there's an introvert in me. And when you're not able to connect with people um, directly and get the hugs and shake the hands, um, there's a different aspect to that and, and some personality traits that uh, I didn't know I had uh, certainly came out in my um, in my exploration of this. I really do miss the the people connections. I'm, I miss seeing all of our members weekly at our meetings um, at O'Neill's. Um, I miss all the hugs. Uh, I miss the chatter and the noise and the, the energy and vibration that you get from just a room full of people and talking to them. And um, that's been very hard. I've also learned that um, my uh, creativity and my problem solving skills are on overdrive, like 
problem solve, solving like no end. Um, one of the activities that we do at Indivisible Knob Hill is, is we work for candidates that support um, our progressive legislative agenda. And where normally during the 2020 season, the entire year, we would have all been knocking on doors, talking to neighbors. Um, mm. We couldn't do any of that. So how do we how do we connect with voters and encourage them to vote for candidates that support the right kinds of uh, progressive values that actually help humans? How do we do that when you can't really talk to people? So we we did a lot of postcard writing. We did a lot of letter writing. We made a lot of phone calls. Um, we sent a gajillion text messages, just doing <laughs> all kinds of things that um, you know weren't part of our routines before. Um, and, you know, obviously we, we've all been on the phone way more do transferring weekly meetings from an in-person hundred people at a time kind of thing to a zoom call every week. It's hard to maintain that energy and that focus and get people energized on the issues, um, when you're speaking on zoom, but somehow we've managed to do it and we're still getting, 50 to 80 people a week, even on our Zoom calls. So, you know, we're doing something, but, you know, those are just a few things I've learned about myself. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Erica has something to add to this, but it's been fascinating doing this podcast because every guest has a completely different perspective on the answers to the questions. And it's been fascinating really because everybody's coming from a different point of view right right i think that's been the biggest thing that i have learned through this whole thing is that so i'm a i'm i'm very much an extrovert like you but i'm very happy being an extrovert via zoom (laughs) i can still get my this is how i get my fix is by talking with other people and sharing ideas and all that kind of stuff and it works for me virtually so sometimes, but it's not, it's that's not, a, not the same for all extroverts. Some people actually need to physically be in the room with a group of people to, mm-hmm. I mean, this is my, I hate to say the energy vampire, but this is how extroverts, you know, right. Ramp up that's and exactly see, right. Right. Is that we get it with the energy, right. But I can do it virtually. So it's been really interesting. Yeah. Pam's right. It's been really interesting to see that even though there are, I like I listen to somebody and I go, oh, I've, I identify with that. I identify with that. Oh, wow. I never even thought about it like that. <laughs> oh, wow. So we're alike, but we're not. We're not. <laughs> yeah. it, it's been really fascinating. Oh, I never even so many times, Pam, how many times have we said, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't right. think about it like that. Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> things that you're right, because you can't go knock on doors. Nobody's going to, no. I mean, that's, you might as well be walking down the plant doctor outfit. Nobody is going to open the door to you. That's right. right. That's right. Let me put on that big beak mask. Yeah, and, you know, you know, I want to yeah. talk to you about a candidate. Not, not a good thing. Not a good thing. So yeah, I, I like the, 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 um, figuring out that you, and, and realizing that you have that capability to, to pivot. That's yeah. been, that's, that's, I think <laughs> as often like glass, they're going to get broken. Right. As right. awful as this yeah. has been, so many people have realized that they have that ability to pivot, right? Yeah. That, 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 that they've been forced to realize and, and go find other ways to do what they need to get done. Exactly. Well, I, think that's the, I think that's the key, frankly, during this pandemic is that 
we're, we all have to learn new skills and pivot and change, mm -hmm. um, accept new information, uh, wear the stupid mask. Um, I was thinking about the masks the other day and uh, was uh, thinking about um, stopping by the bank because I needed to make a deposit. And, and I thought, can you imagine 10 years ago, two years ago, if 40 people in a bank lobby showed up with masks on? Oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I just about that. Yeah, things where, where you, you know, it's absolutely verboten to be wearing exactly. a mask. And now exactly. yeah. I have to tell a funny story. My husband went to Starbucks to buy his coffee the other day and we, we do the pre-order and then he walks in and just picks it up and, and, you know, walks back out. He's in and out and usually 15 seconds. Well, he was a little bit early and he walked in and he was standing there and he, and he's getting all these really weird looks and like people are spacing away from him and the um, barista is like, really nervous and everything. And he walked out. It wasn't until he was down the street, driving down the street, he realized he walked in without a mask. Oh. And everyone was oh like, my. no one oh. he said anything to him because he, it just like, it, it, it literally just, yeah. he just spaced. But everyone was so freaked out around him. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you're so lucky. Nobody like screamed at you and got in your face or anything. He said, I know. I was just kind of a, it was weird. And then I felt like, dirty or something you know <laughs> <laughs> a totally different time, totally yeah, different very, time. very weird yeah so so how have you and how have you and the and the business responded to this other than you know massive phone calls and massive texts <laughs> so you know like like i said we have weekly meetings every monday um we've had had a meeting for the last four years every monday at 5 30 and generally we would meet at o'neill's people would get there early they would have a drink they order dinner they would you know listen to the speaker we would chat i mean it was just a great little vibe going on and that was you know a very important weekly routine to motivate people to take action on some of the issues that we're all very passionate about. So changing that energy over to Zoom has taken a bit of work. We've, um, we obviously had a lot of technological challenges at first. Some of our members aren't as technologically savvy as, uh, you know, teenagers are and don't pick up things quite as quickly because they're very different. Um, so we, we had extra training sessions to teach Zoom. We had one-to-one -one coaching sessions to get people on board. We've, um, we've deliberately gone over and above with the personal reach outs and personal touches. We added a communication. Usually we send one newsletter a week. Now we send two just to make people feel connected and that they can reach out if they need us at any time. We set up a special fund for members of our group who may have difficulty with their rent or electric bills because their jobs may have gone away, whatever mm -hmm. the situation is, we set aside some money for that. Um, uh, you know, it's it, one of the things that, that we used to do quite a bit of was um, hold rallies down at Civic Plaza or uh, march around downtown for a particular cause, asylum seekers or um, freeing the children from the cages, things like that. Um, well, we can't do that anymore. Uh, the governor has a health order in place. And even during the, the George Floyd protests, there were 
uh, some people who went downtown, but we didn't organize that like we normally would because we wanted to stay in compliance with the governor's health order, which was very important to us. So um, th there's got to be different ways to release that um, release that tension and get that out of your system. And if you can't go to a rally with your sign and shout and scream, what do you do? So we've tried to find different ways to funnel that energy by uh, setting up letters to the editor campaigns, calling our members of Congress more often, texting them, um, just doing different things to try and achieve the results that, that we think are needed to protect people here in um, Albuquerque and, and in the state. So, you know, changing from a very vibrant, active, everybody meets, talks to each other, builds relationships, builds friends, um, from in-person meetings has been just tremendously hard. Uh, but I'd say we're, we're doing okay because a lot of our work paid off um, during the election. So um, that, that's been helpful. Very cool. Very cool. Just strange times. I think everybody is feeling now, whoever, right? None of us ever thought um, back in February or March that we'd be here a year later, almost. Oh, oh no, I, Pam and I didn't d initiated this. It was like, well, this will be, you know, we'll do this for a few months while we get through this because this will be over because we were originally told this will be over by like summertime, right? When it gets sure, warm sure. up and, you know, and, and COVID is killed off by the heat, it'll all die down and we'll be fine, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. then, um, yeah, here we are. Really. Yeah, yep, yep, <laughs> just kind of, yeah. And, and so many people are struggling to, just get through a day. It's we're yeah. really fortunate. I'm glad that you have the the outreach because yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people. That's critical. Yeah, that's critical. Yeah, in home and and mm -hmm. yeah, for, yeah, mm -hmm. that's yeah. very difficult for some folks. And setting up a fund. What a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we also, uh, over the holidays, we adopted a, a family that was moving in out of a shelter into a home. Um, they had been homeless and, um, you know, through one of the agencies here in Albuquerque, Hope Works, we, we adopted this family, you know, it was a mom and six kids. Wow. And yeah. And um, they ranged in age from 16 down to just in, an infant. And um, we, you know, we raised quite a bit of money and bought everything they could think of for Christmas, including gift cards to go to the grocery store. Um, and that that kind of work just just feels really important. Like we're really doing some good for the community and helping in our in our small ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Very cool. Uh, so what is it what does it look like, Rail? And on the other side of all this, like who, who knows when that's going to be, but <laughs> when it does, things going back to normal for yeah. So, well, I've, I've got like two minds on it. Like part of me says, part of my gut says we're not going to go back to normal, that there's always going to be some residual aspect to this. that's going to live in our society for a long time. I have to tell you, um, this social distancing idea, I'm all for it. I don't need strangers standing next to me and, you know, coming within this much of my face. I'm fine sticking my arms out and saying, back off, go away. Uh, so I kind of hope some of the social distancing stays around a little bit. But um, uh, I, uh, I think, you know, over time, 
you know, we'll all find entrepreneurial opportunities to, um, uh, to adapt. Businesses will adapt. They'll find new ways to, um, get their products available to people in different ways. I mean, you just look at the success of Instacart and, um, you know, Grubhub and those kinds of services. They, they were working before, but now they're taking off. I mean, there's just going to be, you know, entrepreneurial opportunities that didn't exist before as, as is common with any uh, big societal shift. Um, you know, I'm hoping, you know, I've traveled the world quite a bit. And, and when I was working in Asia a couple of years ago, um, one thing I noticed is that when people are sick there, if they have a cough or a cold or even allergies, they'll put a mask on when they go I, anywhere. I was just going to say, I can't imagine ever now going to Walmart without a mask on. Yeah. Even before this, my husband is like hugely, uh, he's, he's very paranoid about germ kind of like, you know, cause people, how many times have you been to someplace and you hear somebody who's hacking and coughing and usually it's because they can't take the time off. They don't have paid time. Right. Off or right. 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 But my husband will we'll be like rolling through the grocery store and he'll hear somebody in front of us cough. And it's like, turn around, go the other direction, <laughs> as far away from the coughing person as possible. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine going, uh, yeah, I, and and we see we've seen that for years now of whatever's going on over in Asia, and everybody's wearing mm -hmm. masks. Like, well, mm -hmm. they don't like getting sick and realizing that they may or may not be carriers. Right. You know, it's a societal, it's a societal responsibility. Yeah. Responsibility and keep society healthy. And if you're not healthy, then don't spread it to others. So they just wear masks. And I find that hugely comforting. And I hope that we take a little semblance of the mask wearing with us as, as we get to the other side. Um, started on, yeah. People yeah exactly. And their mask. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think there'll be more um, technological innovation, you know, um, like StreamYard, Zoom, I think more platforms will come on that are maybe less buggy, offer more features, more cost effective, things of that nature. I think a lot of this will stick around. People are used to it now. And um, and but I do think that once we're allowed to gather uh, in person, you know, we will put our meetings back uh, on you know, in person, we will have our in-person meetings. We'll probably have to limit attendance somehow to, um, you know, not well, just letting everybody come in, but, you know, maybe limit it to 50, something like that to well, keep a little I, more space. Like the Boy Scouts, my son's a Boy Scout. And so what they're doing is when, when it went back to where they could meet in person, they were doing both. They would have it. Exactly. If you wanted to show up in person, but also a Zoom option for those. And I thought, why not always keep it like that? Yeah, right, right. So I've been virtual for 12 years now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a virtual assistant. I've been virtual. And I have. I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations going, could somebody just set up a, a computer on the, on the edge of the table and face it towards <laughs> everyone and I'll join? Because for me, then we can talk. Drive, you know, an hour drive there, an hour drive home, and it's a half hour meeting. Really? Really, right, really, right. So, but I'm yeah I'm doing that. If you could do that, where you could offer it both ways, then I think that I still have a cold. I can yes. still attend, right? If yes. I feel like it, but I'm not going to be barking, you know, my germs at everybody. <laughs> right. Well, you know, one one of our key um, our key goals is to educate the public. And we, when we had our live meetings, we did live stream them 
to Facebook and, and um, through a Mevo camera, which is very fiddly, um, but works. Uh, and I think we'll we'll continue to do that for for people who just can't um, can't attend, or if we have to limit attendance or whatever. You don't get quite the the same energy that um, that you do when you're in person, obviously, and you can't banter and chatter uh, right. like you do in person. Um, but one of the other things we did, which is really really successful, is you know our meetings start promptly at five thirty, but we open up the Zoom line at five, and people just come on and chatter. They just talk about stuff, anything, you know, <laughs> do you have a banana? Do you have a recipe for banana bread? You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that, that little half hour of community um, is really important. Say, yeah, Even if it's on zoom, it's unstructured. People just talk about whatever they want to talk about. And um, we, we get to meet each other and share. And that's, that means a lot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Ray Ellen, if someone wanted to reach out to you and and talk more or, or get involved with what you're doing, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? So we have a great website, IndivisibleKnobHill.com. They can uh, sign up for our free newsletter there. Um, they can find out what the issues are that we're passionate about. Um, they can also send an email to our uh, email account, IndivisibleKnobHill at gmail.com. Um, those are both a couple of ways that people people can uh, connect with us, or they can text me at um, my phone, which is 505-504-2275. If anybody has any questions about the group, what we do, care to join, want to help, we're uh, we're always looking for, for for folks. How does somebody join if they want to join in on your Monday night meeting? How do they go about doing that? So that is always open to the public. The link is always on our website on the speakers and events tab. So the speakers are listed as we um, um, get them confirmed. We put that on the website and the link to the meeting is right there as well. It's always the same link. Meetings start at 530 promptly. Uh, we open up the line, as I said, at five just for chit chat. Um, if you want to become a member, uh, the dues are $25 a year. And what that gets you is um, this lovely pin that you can wear on Zoom calls because you can't <laughs> wear it anywhere else, right? <laughs> right. Um, but you also get the that also gets you the voting privileges to help us set direction, help us um, determine where we're going to spend our money, how we're going to raise our money, what we're going to do with our money. Um, and that kind of thing. The, the the membership vote is is what steers us and gives us our direction and how we lead our organization. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here. Thank you for and, having me. Yeah. 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 Very cool. And oh, we got a comment on Facebook. Let's see. So it says, Thank you. Um, thank you for seeing so so D says thank you very much. D I oh, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, you're very well spoken. I this was this was uh, quite a oh, lot thank of fun. You. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you. And have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah. And thank you so much. And you do the same. And we'll see you on the 25th on uh, on our Zoom. So thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.